My fellow brothers, thank you for coming all the way to the Rhode Island for this, uh, what is the word, uh, momentous occasion, this world-changing event. I know the journey from the New Orleans was difficult. Hey, what about us? And even more difficult for you who came from the old country. Grazie. Prego. But it will all be worthwhile, okay? Before we get to the great news, and that is a hint, brothers, great. Anyway, we need to do just a quick roll call, all right? Yes, yes, my apologies. Brother Lovecraft? Call me Howard. Okay, uh, Brother Howard is here. Uh, Brother Bertolucci. Come on, Moon. There must be 30 or more of these crazy bastards out there. Good. I prefer playing to a packed house. Or a basement in New England. All I can smell is mold. I've had worse back in my vaudeville days. Me too, when I was a beat cop. Oh, sounds exciting. (laughs) I could tell stories. Stories of filing paperwork in a corner of a police office? Because that's about as close as any woman cop in L.A. gets to any action. I'm going to have a word with your superiors when we get back, Detective. Yeah? When is that? Our search for Moon here has turned into a permanent vacation of the weird. I mean, Jesus, Moon! A cult? Watch your language, Sully. And yes, a cult. As long as they think I'm their long-lost god, who am I to tell them otherwise? Well, what happens if their actual god shows up? Uh, don't worry. He won't. Okay. Now, you two can either help me use these unwashed rabble to change the world for the better... You mean in your image? Same thing. Or I can let them try to sacrifice you again. Whatever you want, Mr. Moon. I told you, Polly. It's Randolph to my fans. Your first name is Polly's? They're starting. And now, brothers, the great news, the reason Brother Mario has brought you all here. Behold, the living vessel for the great Lord Buru! That's your cue, Moon. Showtime! Bow down! Bow down to the great terror! To the dreamer from the depths! At last, the sleeper has awakened! Oh my god, it's a Randolph Moon! <gasps> no longer, mortal vermin! This exquisitely handsome example of your race is now not but a meaty vessel for the essence of Buru! Tell us how we shall plunge this rotten world into despair, O oh great lord! In time, you pathetic sacks of flesh! But first, let's talk about fashion! Oh boy. <laughs> Back to Meltdown Comics in Hollywood, where the periodicals are cheap, the booze is free, and the tales are extraordinary! In the past month, silent screen star Randolph Moon has been violently placed into a coma, been kidnapped by mad cultists, and battled their dark god on the psychic plane for control of his body, and won. Now, he and his pal, Officer Mike Sullivan, together with his number one fan, Detective P.J. Dunlap, struggle to control a cabal of fanatics long enough to bend them to his will. Meanwhile, not far away, in the perfectly adequate city of Providence, Rhode Island, private investigator Leroy Brown is meeting with a very large gangster named... Harvey Bullock? It's bollocks. I'm sorry? On account I crush him if you perturb me. You brown... Sure am. Tony sent me. Said you and Danny Walsh Yeah, would... yeah. I know my job description. I gotta play tour guide, right? I guess that's right. I understand Danny knows who took the missing Becknell kid. Yeah, we do. 
Bunch of saps and faggy little robes indoctrinated the Harp's kid, if you catch my drift. So it really was a cult, huh? Yeah, you could call him that. Sure. I'm a religious man, Dick. And I can tell you that whatever they think they're doing with themselves, hiding out in the shadows of the night, it ain't holy! Well, the sooner we rescue poor Thomas, the better. Uh, hop in the fliver. I'll take you right to him. That'd be swell. Just swell. Sure we won't need some backup? Danny sent me to you because I'm the best there is at what I do. And what you do is... Crush! Maim! Destroy! Bollocks is all the backup you'll need, gumshoe. Now, before we get started on this here relationship of ours, let's get something straight. I don't like you. Okay. Private detective, public detective, it's all the same to Harvey Bollocks, see? You're all the law. Well, technically, uh... I don't like the law, got it? Normally I'd take your head and these big mitts of mine and pop! Like a pair of bollocks? Yeah, but the boss says you're on the up and up. What makes you so special, huh? Probably just the fact that I saved the entire bootlegging industry by exposing the government's hand and poisoning your supplies. An act born out of desperation and bribery, sure. But one old Leroy Brown is still proud of. Huh. That was you? Well, I guess you're all right, Brown. Any enemy of prohibition is a friend of... What are you doing? I think we're being followed. What? Where? Be cool, fella. See that old jalopy in the mirror? It's been matching our turns and speed for a couple of minutes now. That's so. What say we sweat him for info? How do you... Hold on to your hat, Brown. We're gonna play a little game of chicken. Hey, you, you can't just drive into oncoming traffic. Really? Because it sure looks like I am! Ah! Was that us, or...? Ah, of course not, fancy pants. Looks like our tail hit a wall. Let's find out who he is, eh, detective? Right. Right, right. All right, dead man. Who are you working for? Good day. I'm Lucius Oddfellow of the Connecticut Oddfellows. Please make your acquaintance. What? Oh, as for who sent me, well, that's a dandy. For you see, I'm a reporter with the journal, and while technically I'm not following you under orders from my editors, I am, for all intents and purposes, working for them. You could say. You're a journal? What else could he be? Just look at him. Spine slightly hunched from working over a typewriter day and night. It's an honest living. The tips of his index and middle fingers calloused from writing notes with a pencil. I work hard for my money. You should really use a pen, less friction. Of course, you can't afford one, I suspect, because you aren't high enough on the payroll. Now there's no need to get personal. No doubt you've got it in your head that following the suspicious activities of one of Danny Walsh's minions might turn up a real break for you, am I right? Exceptional, sir, exceptional. What do you mean, minion? And who might you be good, sir? You don't seem the gangster type. Name's Brown. Leroy Brown. The private investigator from New York City. You know me. Oh, sure. The Providence Journal is owned by the same conglomerate that runs the New York Inquirer, including your client. Patrick Becknell. I thought it was Becknell. So he has you tagging along with us while we search for his son? Well, I'd like to think it was my idea, but the boss sure did okay it. Well, get him to not okay it, newsboy. Because you ain't coming with us. This is a private business matter. And you and Mr. Walsh are legitimate businessmen, right? That's right. Now, if you don't mind, the dick and I are in a rush. 
I'd invite you to tag along, but it looks like you have some car trouble. Oh, good one, sir, good one. Uh, Mr. Brown, take my card, please. I'd love to interview you about the New York affair before you leave town. Sure, sure, that'd be swell. Capital! Brown! Get in the car! Coming! Don't get your bollocks in a bunch. It's that time again, ladies and gentlemen, for a word from our sponsor. Ow! 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 I need a little help over here. This isn't what I signed up for in the chapel. Well, hello there. Uh, hey. I'm Randolph Moon. Looks like you have some problems. It's my moon, Moon. Yes, that is a common problem I've found. That's why I'm here with a solution. Oh, I'm, I'm listening. It's Randolph Moon's Moon Wiper, splinter-free toilet paper for the common man. And woman. I can't wait to use it. I just bet you can't. Randolph Moon's Moon Wipers Splinter-Free Toilet Paper is available now to local Woolworths for only five cents. Now, using the amazing technological innovation of silk screening, we are able to put Randolph Moon's face on every single one of the ply. So if you want Randolph Moon on your tush, I'm looking at you, ladies. Come on down to Woolworths. Try Randolph Moon's Moon Wipers. The only splinter-free toilet paper you can use on your bears. But, honey, I gotta say I'm getting a little jealous of the toilet paper. The doctor said to wipe thoroughly, dear. Would you believe that those people actually pay the bills for this show? And now, from one island to another, Hong Kong, that is, Pearl of the Orient. As the sun sets, casting its brilliant copper hues across Victoria Harbor, a jubilant, if somewhat sore, Dickie Broughton is disembarking from a Chinese junk onto a rickety pier. Captain Broughton! I say, Captain! Ah, oh, good day, sir. Lieutenant Colonel Francis Haley Bell, DCO at your service, Captain. Please make your acquaintance, Lieutenant Colonel. But there's no need for rank with me. I have long since retired from His Majesty's Air Force. Oh, pish posh, Captain. One never truly leaves his grace's service, eh? Mm, indeed. I presume I have you to thank for this auspicious rescue of sorts? No, I'm afraid so, old chap. As Chief of Chinese Maritime Customs, I have the official say in all ransom negotiations. In your case, I consider it a favor to your father, with whom I served in the Eight Nation Alliance during the Boxer Rebellion. Is that so? Well, then I feel especially honored. My condolences, by the way. I'm sorry? Have you not heard? Heard what? Oh, uh, this is most awkward. (laughs) I'm afraid the colonel has taken ill back in England. Terminal, they say. Oh, that's unfortunate. Uh, Not very close, are you? You could say that. Well, regardless of your feelings, I might recommend paying him a visit in his final days. Just friendly advice from one officer to another. I'll consider it. And thank you for arranging my freedom from the dragon lady. Thank his majesty for the lucre, eh? (laughs) You're lucky, too. Starting next week, we're stepping up our anti-piracy efforts, which includes the elimination of ransom payments. They've been getting out of hand, don't you know? Well, I must say I don't feel too lucky. Ah, My word, Captain. Are you all right? You look like a cavalryman with that gait of yours. Did that beastly woman torture you over there in Macau? I'm not sure. Let me just say that the mountain of wealth is a hazardous climb, if you catch my meaning. Ah, say no more, say no more. (laughs) I have heard many a tale about Lai Choi's son. I'm surprised you can walk at all. 
Believe me, I'd rather be lying down on my back for a change. Might you direct me, Lieutenant Colonel, to the nearest bed on this island? You'll find it a bit crowded here in Hong Kong at the moment, Captain. The 1st Battalion, the Queen's Will Regiment, has been waylaid here on the way to Shanghai. Shanghai? Yes. It turns out there was a bit of a skirmish up there. Yes, I know. I was in the midst of it. Were you now? Oh, what adventures you've had, good sir. You simply must tell me them. Tonight, perhaps. Uh, well, I... I'll see to it that you get an officer's quarters in Wellington Barracks. Then let's you and I join for a late tea, eh? I'll bring along some American GI chaps. They're a vivacious bunch indeed. <laughs> I thank you, Lieutenant Colonel, but I don't think I would feel comfortable sponging off the royal forces, being retired and all. Oh, but Captain, I don't think you've been paying attention. You've just been drafted, old boy. Welcome back to His Majesty's Royal Forces. I... right? And now, to cleanse your ears from too many pretentious accents, let's return to Rhode Island, somewhere outside of Providence. I am sorry, great Lord Buru, but I do not think I understand. What is not to understand? We're using my... that is, using Randolph Moon's name, an international celebrity, to take over the fashion world. I heard you, great Lord, but I don't understand why... Why? Why? You are my faithful and obedient servants, are you not? Yeah, yeah, Boro Of course not, Master, of course. We cannot hope to ever comprehend your unfathomable mind. Good! Now, who amongst you has any skill with tailoring? I believe that would be Brother Versace, yes? Yes, that's me. I can work good with my hands. Excellent! Now... Listen to Buru's wishes? Okay, Brown. This is the place. I can hear the rats inside blabbering on about some weird, culty stuff. Okay, good. They'll be distracted enough for us to sneak into the building. Sneak? Yeah, of course. If we go barreling in there... We'll catch him by surprise! Look, we want to scope them out first, okay? If we can find Thomas without rousing the others, maybe we can talk him into coming with us. We will make clothing for the everyman, not like those hoity-toity Parisian designers. Did the Great Lord just say hoity-toity? Did Moon just say hoity-toity? Don't worry, Sullivan. He's on a roll. And our main target shall be working women. What? What? Yeah, that one was my idea. You're new around here, Brown. The only way to deal with these little nutbags is to speak German to him. I don't... And uh... by German, I mean pain! Yeah, I figured that. You got a piece... Of pain? A gun, Brown. You got a gun. Sure, but... Good. You cover me while I go to town on their pointy little heads. It's an underutilized niche, my minions. And I know women. That is, this body knows women. Ah, sweet Jesus. When I merged with this vessel... I absorbed all of its knowledge and abilities, as well as its devastatingly good looks. With Randolph Moon's name behind it, people will equate Levantines with fashion, and we shall bask in worldwide fame. And of course, money. Uh, but, uh, Great Buru, why? You dare question me! No, Lord, I, uh... 
I will tell you why, maggot. On the count of three, Brown. I really don't think... Three! All right, you lugs. It's clobbering time! Wait, Bullock, wait! Come on, Brown! Grab a hood and start beating! Stop! All of yous! What are you doing, dick? These aren't cultists, bollocks. Oh, well, sure they are. They got robes and... And white, pointy hoods. Yeah, and uh, look at that guy in the red. He's some kind of wizard. Aren't you, pal? What's the meaning of all this violence? These guys aren't a cult. They're the clan. And our lawyers will hear about this, you petty thugs. No one robs the Ku Klux Klan. Wait, hold on there, Nancy. This ain't what it seems. Brown! Don't brown me. This was a setup, wasn't it? Wait, you! You're one of Walsh's men. Gentlemen, we have in our sights one of the devil's own. A bootlegger. Oh, Christ. And a blasphemer. Do you mind, Mr. Wizard Guy? The grown-ups are talking. I am not a wizard. I am a great titan of the Providence chapter. Settle down, little red racist hood. I still got the gun. Bollocks, you're telling me the clan indoctrinated Becknell's kid into their group? We did what? Becknell, who comes from an extremely Catholic family? You think these louts would ever accept a Catholic kid? You slander us, sir. The Pope's bitches are no friend of ours. See? Can one of you please tell us what's going on? Yeah, I think I can. Danny Walsh. The devil himself. Will you let me finish? God, I can't even look at you without laughing. Is that silk? A pink silk hood? Really? It is not pink. It's a light red. You know what? They already have a word for light red. It's pink. I think it looks a little more like purple. Yeah, it's kind of dark in here, but, uh... Fine. Lavender, then. Where was I? Well, you were about to shoot these guys while I crushed their heads into pulp. Nice try. We're not doing anything but going back to Providence, bollocks. This has all been a setup. Oh, what are you inferring, detective? That you used me, you and Walsh. You never intended to help me find Thomas. You just want an excuse to break up the local clan chapter. What? Why would I do that? Because you are a demon of the sauce and do the bidding of that bootlegging devil. Danny Walsh. Hey, who asked you? The pretty little princess over here is right. I am a great titan of the order, sir. Your mother must be so proud. Look, Harvey, the Klan not only hates colored people and Catholics... And immigrants. They also support prohibition in a strictly anti-prohibition state. Isn't that right, Conehead? God bless the noble experiment. Ah, Brown. Can a guy have a little fun? Not at the expense of the innocent. And these guys may be a bunch of uneducated slobs that can't organize a picnic, but they are innocent. Thank you. I think. Bollocks. You and I are going back to Providence and I'm going to have a word with your boss. Oh, you don't want to do that. He's a very busy man. And you are going to help me find Thomas Becknell or I'll get the full force of the Providence police down your neck so fast. (laughs) What's so funny? Ah, uh, <laughs> you dumb dick. The mayor is Danny's best friend. Wonderful. Hey, don't think we're done here. You and your boss can't expect a summons from a- Shut up! I will get to the bottom of this. If these guys didn't take Thomas, then who did? 
Now, are there any more outbursts from you rabble? Good then. Oh, Lord Buru, I'm sorry to have interrupted the meeting. Where have you been, Elder? Uh, young Initiate Becknell, I think, and I were in the garment district as you ordered. Uh, but one thing led to another, we lost track of time. There were just so many amazing fabrics in the world, I had no idea. Enough! You all know what to do. Get to work. I will be in my sanctum with these sycophants. Uh, yes, Lord the Buru. Sycophants? Sorry, baby, I was inhabiting the character. Oh, well, in that case... Ah, oh, you should hear yourself, Dunlap. You sound like a lovesick teenager. What happened to the tough-as-nails policewoman I met in L.A.? Sully, please. Women can't be blamed for falling for the old moon charm. What I do and how I act while off-duty is my business, Sullivan. You don't see me chewing you out for getting blotted with a half-naked monkey. He's a chimpanzee. Semantics. Hey, stop it! Not in front of the cultists. Come on. At last. If I had to stand in that cramped room full of sweaty Italians any longer, I'd have dropped dead. I'm beginning to suspect they don't wear anything under those robes. That is not something I want to think about, thank you. Can we focus for a minute here? What the hell was that fashion bourgeois all about? Like I said, it's all about money and face recognition. Your face, right? Of course. You're using these mindless sheep to get rich quick? Oh, Sully. How small a picture of you. You mean, you didn't tell him? I don't whisper sweet nothings about world domination to just anyone in bed, my dear. <laughs> oh, oh! Oh, you didn't! You, you slept with him? Is that a surprise? Mind your business, detective. I am trying to, but... But I seem to find myself embroiled in Moon's insane plans to be the next Douglas- Don't you say that name! Are you okay, Moon? Of course I am. Though, I could use some brandy, if you can find some. I'll fetch you a glass, Randy. Thanks, doll. Now, Sully, you really need to look at the bigger picture. As in, a career that is bigger than pictures. Okay. Being an internationally famous movie star may be pretty swell, I'll admit. But who wields the real power in the world, partner? Oh, no. No, you cannot be serious. Oh, I am. This actor is running for office. An actor turned politician? That's just insane. And so are we as we continue next week with the next episode of The Islands at Meltdown Comics in Hollywood. Find out just what little Dickie has gotten himself into. If Leroy Brown will ever find the lost Becknell boy... Becknell, please. And what Randolph Moon's cult will do next, here on Tales of the Extraordinary!